And when I'm just a fluttering along and messing up every way to turn, yep. God still loves me. Yeah, amen. Don't make any difference to him. He still loves me. That's right. Amen. Right. Amen. Amen. right. <laughs> My Oh, oh, oh. 
there's just one I want to meet at the his last words the last words of a man leaving this world he wasn't a dying man because his strength was not abated and his vision was not dim God took him at his full strength but he knew he was leaving this world and he gave us the last words of wisdom and he said don't forget over and over in Deuteronomy, he said, Don't forget what the Lord God did for you when He came and brought you out of Egypt. It's been on my heart. It's a brand new study. Song of Solomon. There's Solomon. Got over in the book of Ecclesiastes. Gave us his last words of wisdom as an old man at the end of the road. And he said, don't regret. Don't do what I did and leave God 
bring in all them pagan idols into the very temple that he dedicated to God and built himself. And don't end your, don't end your life in regret, vanity and vexation. Solomon was suicidal because once you've known him and then walk away from him, there ain't nothing left. Come on, man. What you used to could enjoy, you won't enjoy no more. He is love and he is light and he is life. The two men in Matthew 27 had close encounters with the Lord Jesus. Both men rejected Christ. One committed suicide that within the next 24 hours and the other did 10 years later. Pilate looked at it and he was intrigued and his wife, she brought conviction in the house. She said, you better not mess with that man. Well, tell it preacher. He tried to wash his hands, but it didn't wash. That's right. Yeah. It took a while to, to, for him to lose his mind, but ten years later, in the last five years, he lost his mind, then he killed himself. But Judas had held him and walked with him and talked with him and knew him and, and, and operated with him. And hit when he sold him out, he didn't even last a day. He hung himself. You're right, That's right. What do you think America's got this great wave of spiritual oppression over our land? And yes, it affects even the children of God, this depression and oppression. It's very real and, it, and, and it's very, very dark at yeah. times. Can I get a witness yeah. right there? Yeah. And, and brother, we're all operating under that cloud, but I'm glad he can, he, he may not move a cloud, but he can come under the cloud and sit Amen. with you. Because America knew him and left him. You can't, we got the best medicine, the best money, the best military, and the best material things. Our great grandparents would croak at what we get to enjoy air and carpet and vehicles and appliances and. And yet, with all of that, Americans can't find a reason to enjoy life and to even want to stay alive. Because we held him and we abandoned him. Solomon said, don't regret. The Apostle Paul got down in his last day and wrote Second Timothy. He's telling his preacher boys, don't retreat. Amen. I charge. Amen. Amen. Nero's fixing to chop his head off and he is still charging. He's ramming his head in the wall of that prison door trying to get out. Can I get a witness right Amen. there? Yeah. He said, I charge them. Amen. Don't retreat. Last night, we just jumped in the deep end of the pool and splashed around everywhere. The old Apostle John, that last living white-haired apostle, and he said, don't fret, little children. Amen. Wrote First John and told you that was him. He came the first time. Yeah. And we know yeah. that we know that we know that all this is real. Yeah. And then he wrote Revelation and said, don't fret, youngins. He's coming the second time. Yeah. Yeah. And I just couldn't help myself last night. Don't, don't fret. 
Tonight I feel led to come to Moses' last words. And I'm excited about this. The Holy Ghost preached it to me and I had a time. It'll just be up to you how you enjoy it. But Deuteronomy, he, he said, don't forget. And I want to give you what the Lord has given me. I'm thankful for Brother Tory and Sister Heather. Ain't it a blessing? Amen. The Lord's letting them do. Yeah. And have a place where we can still come and assemble and have old time religion. Amen. Appreciate all the men of God that are here tonight. I think he's mentioned, mentioned them already. And I thank God. There's several of them. And we thank God for God's people Amen. coming out. I'm glad I grew up around humble preachers. I really am. Those men I grew up with never thought they was on the branch up above everybody else. A lot of these big boys who thought they were up there and the rest of us was down there, that's, a lot of them, are, they're going by pretty quick as they fall. I'm glad I grew up around some humble men who knew that we was all supposed to be in hell. And that shepherd, they know the shepherd is precious and they know the sheep are precious. It's what Joe Parsons said. He said that for all these rebels and reprobates, he said if you can't fit in with God's system of a shepherd and a flock, you can't fit in the local church where there's a shepherd leading the flock. He said, you probably ain't going to fit in heaven because that's all there is over there. There's a chief shepherd and a big flock. And they're just having one big worship service. Amen. I'm grateful for it. Deuteronomy in the fourth chapter. I want you to come with me and walk with me through here.